Hello everyone, thank you for joining us for today's interview. I am Candace Paul, founder of A Knowing Spirit LLC, a publishing company that is much more than publishing. We build communities online and help creatives with uplifting messages share their vision with the world. Today I had the opportunity to speak to Brandon J. McLaren, an up-and-coming actor who stars in the hit Netflix series Firefly Lane. We discuss acting, following your dreams, and what's next for Brandon's career. I mean, it's been really good for you lately. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's been a little wild. Um, you know, uh, this is the thing, like, you never know when, when, uh, when something comes out. You never know how it's going to hit, right? There's no telling. So, uh, but it's been, it's been great. I mean, this is uh, everything that you could ever hope for, you know? Yeah, exactly, as an actor. So before we get into all of your work, um, tell me about your family background. Yeah, so my dad's from uh, from Grenada, Grenville, uh, and my mom's from Port of Spain, Trinidad. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, um, and they met in Canada, and I was born in Vancouver, Canada. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, you know what? It's funny. Your background is similar to mine. My okay. parents are from my dad's from St. David. Yeah, yeah. I have some family in Canada and some family in Trinidad. Okay, cool. <laughs> very, very cool. And where are you? Where are you? Where do you live right now? I live in DC right you live now. In DC. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure there's, we have people in common that we know. If we talk, if we talk long enough, you can always find one, right? <laughs> we do. And we, I, you know, you're always related to somebody. Yeah. You never know. You never yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about Firefly Lane. Okay. Yeah. So full disclosure, I said to myself, I started watching the show and I was like, oh, I'm only going to watch one episode. Okay. Seven episodes later. Really? I think, yeah, okay, so full disclosure, I haven't been able to watch it yet. Really? Um, yeah, because I'm actually shooting another show right now. Okay. As we speak, so I really haven't had, like, a couple days to, like, really, you know, get into it. So I haven't even seen it yet myself, which is wild. But I have been hearing that, that like, yeah, like, you watch one, and you're like, let me just, yo, let me just watch one more. And then seven hours later... <laughs> So you go into the uh, the Firefly Lane rabbit hole, right? Exactly. It is binge-worthy. It is seriously binge-worthy. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> so I wanted to ask you about your character, Travis. Sure. So how did you prepare for the role? And how much of Travis were you? And, you know. Right. I mean, you know, Travis, I mean, Travis didn't require a whole bunch of preparation. I think the biggest, the biggest sort of, I guess, leap from myself to Travis was having a teenage daughter. Gotcha. Because that means I'm kind of old now. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, yo, when did that happen? I was like, how old was my daughter in the show? So like, oh yeah, like a 14 year old. I was like, when did uh, that happen? Yeah, yeah. So that was a little wild for me. So I guess maybe, maybe like, you know, looking back, sort of, I guess, I guess sort of imagining what it'd be like to have a teenage child. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm 40 and I'm childless. Um, so maybe trying to sort of uh, carry, I guess, that weight of responsibility of, of having a teenager. And also, as you know, Travis's wife had passed. So, um, so just sort of like trying to like bring in a certain level of, I guess, like sort of um, grounding to him. Yeah. Um, because I can only imagine his life is just full of responsibility. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, 
So I think maybe, 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 yeah, maybe as I talk it out with you now, maybe that sort of like uh, was my thought process. Yeah. And I mean, he seemed like a very fun loving guy, you know, uh, the whole purpose of their interaction. It's like, hey, you're a parent, I'm a parent, you know, and I, start hanging out. You look out. good, I look high, <laughs> what's popping? Yeah, right. Right, you know? <laughs> So I like that, that was really cool. So tell yeah. me about some of your other roles in the past. I mean, you know, so like, I don't know if you know, but I was, I was a Power Ranger once yeah. upon a time, uh, the Red Ranger, and I always tell people that was an incredible experience, you know. Um, that was, I, I think I, I think I, I got that when I was 24 years old. So we're going up upon like 20 years ago, close to, which is wild. Um, but that was really important because that was the job that allowed me to quit all my other jobs and only be an actor. And that's really pivotal in a, as a young actor when you don't have to work in a restaurant anymore or, you know, have another side job. So that was really, really important. That, that, and, 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 you know, the Power Rangers are still going on today. It's like on their 30th season. So just to be a part of that exclusive club of something that, you know, Power Rangers is kind of like a cockroach. You can't, like, it won't die. It won't. <laughs> and it's it, good. I love it. It's Rangers. a good cockroach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it will not die. Um, and some other shows, I think, like, The Killing was really important for me um, in terms of my career. I know when that first season came out, Patty Jenkins, who now does all the Wonder Womans, she's very yeah. famous. She directed the pilot. I believe she was the first female director to win the DGC award for best direction in a pilot. She's brilliant, so I got to work with her. And I think that first season, we got nominated for six Emmys. So that that show kind of really catapulted me into like a different, I guess, tier. Yeah. Um, I think my favorite show that I've done today is a show called Graceland on USA Network. Okay, yes, I know. I played an undercover ICE agent named Dale Jakes. We did three seasons of that. Um, and I, you know, I'm still really good friends with everybody in the cast. Um, I had a lot of fun on that show. And, and you know, Jeff Easton, who was the showrunner, he really, like, gave me the opportunity to shine. Um, he really wrote for my character. And I, I would always, always be grateful to him for that. Um, and you know, and then, uh, you know, here we are now with Firefly Lane and now I'm doing uh, Turner and Hooch currently. Okay. Yeah, the reboot of awesome. Turner and Hooch on DC, okay. on, on Disney Plus. So I'm, we're about halfway through the season. That should be coming out sometime this year. Okay. And I was going to ask you what yeah. what's going on. <laughs> yeah. That's why I haven't had time to watch Firefly Lane yet, but I think I'm going to get into it this week. It's a long weekend this weekend. So I think I'm going to, I'm going to sit down get some popcorn and Really dig in, yeah, yeah. And how are you when you're watching yourself acting? Are you critical? Are you taking notes? What are What are you doing when you're watching yourself? Like, I'll be honest with you, I prefer not to. You know, <laughs> the last thing I ever want to do is is watch myself and then become self conscious when I'm on set, when I'm in the moment. Um, because I think that'd probably make me a lesser actor and probably like a lesser person to act opposite if I'm always worried about myself and like Absolutely. what I'm doing. Um, so I'm really conscious about not watching myself so as to not get in my head. Um, but this Firefly Lane thing is so popular. I, I don't think I have a choice. And let's talk about that. Uh, literally the other day, I think it was holding the number one and two spot on Netflix. Yeah. Um, I mean, it is popular. And just the whole story and what it's talking about, friendship, family, yeah. 
career. Yeah. Um, it's everything that people can relate to. And you know what I, I, I was thinking just the other day? I also think like it's kind of the right show for the right time. Hmm. It's a show about friendship when so many of us can't see our friends because we're all isolated. It's a show about family when nobody can go see family and we haven't been for like the last year. It's about nostalgia. And I think everybody's pining for pre-pandemic times. So, you know, all these elements yeah. uh, that the show touches on are all things that I think everybody is pining for. So I really do believe it's the right show for the right time. And I think, you know, that has something to do with why it's such so stuck a chord with, with everybody, you know, and, and not just in the US and Canada, but around the world, everybody's watching the show um, because I think we're all connected uh, by, you know, by this, what, what's been happening over the last year. Uh, Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, Absolutely. So. and my question to you is, do you have any friends that you've known forever? like Kate and Tully, you know, like, yeah, yeah, I do. I mean, I have, I have, um, you know, there's, there's a couple guys, Nick and Nigel Simon, who I grew up with here. Um, Nick and I, uh, were born in the same hospital two days apart. Um, so much so that I call them my cousins and we're not related related, but we just call each other cousins because I've known them literally my entire life. Um, so those guys are proud and, you know, like, I've been away for a while now, like I grew up here, but I, I went to college in Albany, New York. Mm-hmm. And then I moved, I moved to LA when I was like 26. I'm 40 now, so I've been gone a long time. And whenever I get up with those guys, nothing ever changes. It's the same, same, you know? Don't and, miss uh, the don't That's miss what, me. don't miss, can't miss a beat. So that's what real friendship's about. So let me ask you this, because when you said uh, you got that first job and it, la- it allowed you to quit the other jobs, Talk about the hard work that goes into acting and being an actor and auditioning, all of that. Tell me. You know, acting is funny. It's a funny thing because it's not supposed to happen to anybody. Like nobody, like, you know, nobody's supposed to be able to make a living out of this thing. You know what I mean? So A, when you come into it, you have to have, you know, this really sort of, um, unwavering self-belief that like it's not supposed to happen but why couldn't it happen to me and so you have to go into that with that mindset state and then you have to follow follow up with like insanely hard work like insane focus um and not everybody's gonna like you you know it's such a subjective thing that like you can go in and do a great job and that person could just not like the, your vibe. And, and it's not, you know, there's no, you know, it, it, there's no, um, there's no like, you know, measurable yardstick, you know what I mean? No quantifiable way to, to measure it. However, in saying that all you have to do is convince one person who has influence to like you and that can change your life. So, um, but yeah, it was really hard. Um, it was really hard. I mean, it it's, it's never gets easy. And that's what I love about it. It's always challenging and there's always room to get better. You're pushing yourself all the time. Always, always, always. Because, you know, you're your own, uh, you are, I mean, I guess not directly, but you have a large influence on your own success. So you have to sort of always keep uh, that work ethic up. I always say like anybody can get a show once. It's very hard to over a 30, 40 year old year sample size yeah. to have, you know, to, to keep that career going. And that's just a function of like 
unrelenting hard work. You said it. And it only takes that one yes, you know, yeah. and I said it doesn't matter how many times you've heard no. Yeah, that's all it takes. Yep. <laughs> and so I'm wondering now, like, what are you planning? What are your, what's the next thing for Brandon? Like, what are you next thinking? thing right now? Like the next thing is definitely developing. And I have a couple things in development right now. So I'm really looking to sort of lean into that part of the business. Um, and it's a great time because I think, now more than ever, uh, people are open to like uh, stories from people who look different and who have different experiences. Yes. Um, and I, in fact, I think there's an appetite for those stories. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, you know, it's a good time for me because, you know, I, you know, it, it takes a while to sort of, I guess, uh, uh, build, you know, uh, sort of like a, a resume of credibility. It takes a long time. But once you build that, you can try to parlay that into the other side, you know, behind the camera developing. So. I've been really focused on that for the last year. Uh, there's nothing I can talk about now because development is a very fickle thing. Um, <laughs> I understand. The moment there is something like the moment there are concrete things in place, uh, you will hear about it for sure. Yes, please let me know. Absolutely. No, that's awesome. And I, I, I think that your story, just the hard work, kind of like keeping focused, continuing on the path, and doing those type of things, it really matters. And how do you tell people who kind of are not focused and they're jumping around, like, what would be your advice to them in terms of acting? Like, are you talking about and, and, and to other actors? Yeah. I, my advice would be A, try to figure out why you really want to do this, right? Mm -hmm. Because if, if there's anything else you think you might want to do, you should probably do that. Like, get out of the game. Yeah, because, you know, uh, like I said, this thing will take a chunk out of you, man. Like, and so if you don't love it for the right reasons, it becomes very hollow and very empty um, and, and sort of, and very unforgiving. So just, you know, I, I would say, do like, a, do like a self check and ask yourself, why am I really here? You know, like what I, what do I really want? And if you do that and you're still like, you know what? Yeah, I think I'm here for the right reasons and I don't really see myself doing anything else, then stick it through because that's what's gonna keep you nourished through the lean times when, you know, you're getting a lot of no's and things aren't going your way or you've been second choice for two years. <laughs> Cause that'll happen. You can be real close and you know, and always be like, ah, you and another guy, ah, the other guy got it again you know and that's also equally as frustrating what's going to keep you motivated is is you know when you when you kind of pare everything down and you're like i'm still here because i love this shit and there's yeah. nothing else i want to do there's nothing else there's I nothing want. else so and so know. has that been what you've always wanted to do acting or did you start off doing something else and then you got into acting no, I think like deep, deep down inside, it's always what I wanted to do. Obviously, you know, having West Indian parents, uh, that wasn't really a thing, uh, you know, <laughs> which is funny because my mom is the one who got me into this. Yeah. And then when it started to go well, she was like, well, this is going a little too well. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah you're like, come back. <laughs> um, I love you, mom, and for you, she's going to see this. Yeah. <laughs> um, but ironically, yeah, she's the one that got me into this. Um, so it, it took me a while. It took me going away to college, actually, and, like, getting away from, like, home 
and like going on to the other side of the of the continent to kind of I guess uh, I guess sort of take responsibility for my life and realize you know like at the end of the day I'm the one who has to wake up and, and answer to my own decisions right yeah. and so I think that's when I kind of you know mustered up the courage to be like hey like this is what I actually want to do and I owe it to myself to give it like a proper shot you know there's nothing worse than being the coulda woulda shoulda guy I hate I hate that guy you know what I mean you know those people right absolutely miss, yeah miss me with that. well then you should have done it and you so get out of my face like I have no I have no you time for those patience people. for it and uh, get out of here with that man miss me I'm like I don't want to hear your yeah you didn't do it so you you know what I mean so I never wanted to be that guy so all of a sudden I, I owe it to myself to give it a hard shot absolutely and so talking about your support system your parents yeah. um yeah. so they've always kind of been behind you and I've said like family's important friends are important the people that you choose to be around are important yeah. and so have you felt like you've always gotten that support or have you kind of had okay. to for it or I, 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 okay like I said my parents I love my parents dearly but yeah, yeah I've had, I had to fight for it initially absolutely yeah and I know and I and I you know looking back now I just think they just didn't know like they just and you don't know what you don't know you know what I mean and and uh and, you know, a lot of, I feel like, you know, it's just sort of like there's certain spaces, especially as, as when your parents are immigrants and, you know, and you're first generation, you just feel like there's a lot of spaces that aren't for us. You know, you just assume that it's not for us. And because, you know, there's no sort of um, blueprint or you've never seen anybody do it before, you just assume that there must be a reason it's just not for us. That's not true. Mm -hmm. um, and for some reason, I just, I don't know. I was like, yo, I, why, like, why not? Why isn't it for me? And, uh, and if it's not for me now, I'm, I'm gonna make it for me, so. That confidence, you know, yeah. and I say to people all the time, just try, you know, <laughs> to try. And you know what, sometimes like, that's how you learn what you don't like. Yeah. Which is equally as valuable. <laughs> it's you important. Know what I mean? Yeah, it's Sometimes important. when you try something like, well, at least I crossed that off my list. And it just makes your list smaller, which is equally as valuable. So that's yeah, right. you're right. Just try. Put yourself out there and, and try. Try. No, yeah, yeah. So I mean, what other advice would you have for anyone? Because our, our platform basically yeah. help like indie artists and people who are creatives get their okay. out there and stuff like that. And you know, sometimes it's hard writing a script and saying Yeah, oh, you know. What? My, my, first of all, my first piece of advice was do not worry about your results. Results are, don't, don't think about what, you, you know, you, you, you don't know until you do something. Focus on producing something, hard copy, something to show, something to give to somebody to read, something to give somebody to listen to. Um, you know, we all talk about what we want to do in our private spaces or with our friends. And the hardest part is actually, A, taking the first step to begin it. And the hardest part is to finish it. So just work on completing, finish, finish, finish. And even if it's shit, finish something, get in the habit of finishing things. Yeah. Um, because then you have a foundation from which to improve. Absolutely. Right. But the only way you can improve is when you have to set that foundation, however flimsy or sort of, uh, uh, you know, amateur it may be, that's the beginning. That's the, that's the starting sure. point of everything. And you can always improve upon it. From that. But you, until you do that, you're just, you're just 
blowing in the wind. You're just talking. Talking, exactly. (laughs) No, that's good. So can you tell us maybe like a funny story that's happened to you with this whole acting thing? Maybe something that's like, man, uh, this is coincidental. And I was just in the right place at the right time. Yeah, yeah, I, I absolutely. So, um, uh, so the way my the way I got into commercials, my mom, I, I was twelve. This is like ninety two. My mom was driving home from work, and I think she heard an ad on a radio station that they were looking for ethnic kids for commercials. <laughs> wow, I don't, I don't even know if you can say that anymore on the radio. Hey, you, kid, you might get fired, but anyway, that was nine. This is ninety two. So yeah. she'd come home one day and she was like, hey, Brandon, and my younger, have a younger brother as well. And she's like, yo, I heard this ad on the, on the radio. You guys want to start auditioning for commercials? And I was like, yo, that sounds like, sure. And like, you know, sometimes you get to leave school early and stuff. I was like, this shit sounds lit. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, cut to like, I ended up booking like five commercials in my first year. All right. The very first commercial I ever booked in my whole life, and you can Google it. It's, it's, it was a honeycomb commercial. Uh, if you Google honeycomb, we all love the taste. You will find this commercial. <laughs> I have to do I have like a, I have like the box cup with the slant. Oh, I'm wow. Like, the running man is incredible. Cut to, uh, uh, I'm 22 now. This is 10 years later. I'm finished college in Albany. I'm back in Vancouver. Just got a new agent. Um, and my agent's like, listen, like, you know, you're new. We're just going to start you off auditioning for commercials and stuff. And the first line that I ever auditioned for the one liner was the first speaking role I ever got. So I walked into the audition room, this is 10 years later. And it's the same casting director who cast me in that honeycomb commercial. <laughs> yes. And she was like, hey, Brandon, do you remember me? <laughs> and, I, and I lied. I was like, yeah, hey. <laughs> I don't remember how I was 12. I'm 22. Yeah, I have no idea who this woman was. She's like, we cast you. I cast you in the Honeycomb commercial. And she ended up casting me in my first speaking role ever, too. So she's the same woman cast me in my first commercial, my first acting job ever, 10 years apart. So that's yeah. wild. Isn't that wild? That's awesome. And yeah. coincidence, or is it? You know, like, you yeah, know, yeah. sometimes I feel like a lot of these things are just fate. You know? Yeah, they line up in a, in, a, in, a, in a weird way, in a way you can't explain it. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so one more thing for you. Sure. <laughs> so in terms of the roles that you're choosing now, like yeah, yeah. what do you want to do more of? What are you thinking about um, in terms of the acting roles that you choose? I, for me, it's real important to sort of oscillate between uh, comedy and drama. Like I don't like to do too many yet, you know what I mean? So like Turn Hooch, this is a comedy. Yeah. It's like a, it's an hour long action comedy. So the next thing I do after I do this, would I like to go back and do something really dramatic. Yeah. Um, but that's really the only, it's really the only things that I kind of take into consideration. Mm-hmm. Uh, just so that I stay interested and that I'm, I'm working on both muscles, you know what I mean? I don't get too, uh, I don't, you know, that my comedic chops don't atrophy and, or, you know, vice versa. Um, yeah. So I think that's important. important. Yeah, and it, keep, and it keeps me interested as well, right? Yeah. You know? So I'm not playing the same beats over and over for a long period of time. So after Turner and Hooch, hopefully the next thing will be uh, uh, some, some kind of dramatic role. I love it. I love yeah. it. Well, Brandon, 
I thank you for joining us. Thank you. This is awesome. And you are welcome to come back anytime. <laughs> 100%, 100%. Maybe when Turner and Hoosh comes out, uh, would you yeah. come out sometime this year? We can talk again. I would love that. Okay, and stay in touch, please. Yes, I will. Thank you okay. so much, Brandon. All right, thank you. Bye.